Bienvenidos a Radio Menea. I'm Miriam Suela Perez. And I'm Vero Valletti Flores. And on this program, we bring you a mix of alternative and mainstream Latinx jams. And today's theme is escape. Escape. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, hey, I mean, 2017. Yeah, it's winter. <laughs> Trump yeah. is going to be president. Oh, I was like, thinking that we should keep, we should keep using your... Uh, your nickname for him because then it makes it harder to be surveilled. <laughs> True. Let's keep calling him the Orange Chupacabra. Yeah, yeah. The Orange Chupacabra yeah. is going to be president. Mm-hmm. We don't want that. Although, they've no. got my, they've got all my information. You know they've got all your information, too. I know. I know. I know. Well, that's, that's why, why we're, we're doing here. this today. Yeah. <laughs> we need escape <laughs> to think about something else. Because sometimes it's too much. It's not just too much, and you have to find somewhere else to hide your head for a little while. So, Beto, what are we listening to as an introduction to? Oh, my God. Yes. This. God, I love this. This is Fuete Billete, and it's Una Changa. <laughs> And I mean, this song is so amazing. It's basically just like a basic ass misogynist trash song. It's a song about a great stripper. (laughs) (laughs) But I love it. I mean, you know? shout out to great strippers, right? Hell like, yeah. Shout out to great strippers. And also, like, what's a better escape than making a ton of money, right? Just, like, mm. thinking about this song from her perspective, she's, like, fucking killing it, right? I'm here for her. Mm. <laughs> They're like, ella te quita la torta la casa y te deja la cuenta en cero. Like, fuck yeah, get it, yeah. girl. <laughs> but then he goes, like, oh, pero a mí no. He goes like, pero a mí yeah. no, like, lols, like, that's, like, such a ridiculous, like, fantasy that dudes have, that sex workers are going to, like, not charge them, because they're so good. Right, they're like, oh, actually, you're in love with me. <laughs> it just makes me LOL every time. I really like the vibe of this song, so, like, yeah. my misogynist lyrics aside. <laughs> <laughs> well, I We are going to really... have a problematic faves episode at some point. So. <laughs> yes. Stay tuned for that one. <laughs> oh my god. Well, they are on my fucking list because I fucking love these guys. Ever since I heard mm. the first song that I heard of theirs is called uh, La Trilla, and it's basically about like dar una vuelta and smoke a blunt and like just hang out. <laughs> and I was like, this is the best song ever. It's like hasn't left my rotation for like the last like three years or since however long it's been out. And I'm just like, I can't get enough of Fuerte Villete. I'm so excited. This is the second uh, single off of a new album that's going to come out soon. An LP called Papelon City. So I'm definitely watching out for that. Yes. And was this the video where they were like 
they're like sitting at a table and they're like rolling joints and <laughs> no that's whatever. the next that's my next song Oops. <laughs> lots Sorry. of weed lots of weed in my escape songs <laughs> i guess it could have been this one it totally could have been this one are you are you into the escapes of the medicinal kind (laughs) yes and no like I don't like being very intoxicated in any way like I like love a buzz right like I've all I've realized like um that like what other people call buzz is what I call drunk (laughs) but I like love that sweet spot where you like just take like a little bit of the edge off but anything that I'm like feeling like a little bit out of control is feels very unpleasant to me so I like just like Mm. a very little bit of intoxication and that's an it's a nice escape I don't know if I get really super constant escape because it's not like I'm gone I don't like that feeling but um Mm -hmm. but I do appreciate it yeah yeah I'm the same way I really don't like drinking or any other kind of intoxication because I don't like to lose control. Like I have to feel really like if I'm going to get drunk, it's because I'm feeling really good and like really mm, chill. Mm-hmm, and, like, really yeah. Not anxious and like really ha- like it's kind of the opposite. I feel like most people drink when they're feeling not good. But yeah. like for me to want to drink, I've got to feel really good. So I don't do it very often. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, like, I know. I know. I know. I'm okay, y'all. I'm okay, mommy. She's she's, she's like she called me up at the end of the year. And was like, I'm worried about you. You don't sound very good on your podcast. <laughs> I was like, oh no, it's not a good sign. I'm, I'm making my mom worry about me. So I'm okay. I promise. Well, my next song is basically like the exact opposite of your song that you just brought. <laughs> Shocking, Which shocking. Is, it's shocking, but it's also one of my favorite things about this podcast. Is like, these songs would never be in the same breath in, in any other moment. Oh Sometimes God, it's not so strong, but, but today, just really this one is really out there. So, appreciate you for not censoring me. So, the next song, or the first song I'm bringing for our Escape episode, is called Mi Princesa, and it's by Victor Munoz. Como un cuento de hadas te quiero contar todo lo que siento Como un príncipe azul yo quisiera llegar y llevarte al fin y juntos vivir Nuestro mágico mundo de amor Yo quiero que tú seas princesa de mi corazón Oh my god. I actually like wasn't even I was like actually when we first started this podcast I was like I think I'm too embarrassed to bring this song. But you know what? I feel like the world is ending and I'm just going to be honest about who I am. <laughs> and that is a total freaking cheese ball to like the nth degree. Oh my god. I'm like slightly embarrassed that this person is Venezuelan. <laughs> Yes, he's your people. I didn't even realize that until recently. And then I'm texting Beto being like, oh, my God, he's totally Venezuelan. And he's, like, very very popular in your country, my friend. (laughs) Some of us don't have great taste. (laughs) Hey, hey, listen. JK, JK, this is is great. (laughs) Listen, 
I'm not gonna insult you for your like, you know, noise reggaeton. So don't insult me for my pop shit. Um, no, this this video has eight million views on YouTube. Yeah, very eight popular. It's very popular. Views. It's very popular. Yeah, maybe so I'm, I'm the one who's whack. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> no, I have a feeling that there's going to be some listeners who are like, mm, <laughs> not so into it. But I mean, but the, to be honest, like what is more escapist than Disney princesses? Like, let's be real. Right. True like, story. I mean, you really stuck to the theme. 100. I mean, I usually am pretty literal. With that. <laughs> but like 100 percent. I mean, come on. So this song is like, if you don't speak Spanish, I mean, it basically uses like every Disney princess metaphor on the planet and like weaves it into this song about this woman that he loves basically um i think it's pretty clever <laughs> on like a metaphor level i feel like he does a pretty good job or whoever wrote the song it might not be him um but this is definitely the cheesiest thing i think i listen to and that's saying a lot because i listen to a lot of really cheesy music but this one is in a category of its own i don't actually listen to that much like you know sort of latin pop but this is one of the songs i have no idea where i found it but it's been on my like <laughs> I've, I've talked about before that i had this like heart eye emoji playlist and uh this is definitely on it <laughs> um i'm so glad you feel know. like you can bring your true self to this podcast yeah. and to the world i, mean, I might regret it <laughs> i no! might regret it someday but <laughs> don't judge me y'all um but yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I also just, I mean, I, I think musically, I like the sound of the song too, like on top of the cheesy theme, but I actually just think it's an, it's very catchy. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, let's be real, like dreaming mm. about romance is an escape for a lot of people, right? Like for thinking about like, and like think about how much media and pop culture is all about love and romance. And I know. These fantasies so of like much. some fairy tale. Yeah. Some fairy tale that's going to like make your life better. Which is not actually how relationships work, but right. Um, but yeah, this guy Victor Munoz, he's he's like thirty three. He's a pop singer. He seems to be pretty big in Venezuela, and he's also like clearly really into fantasy because he has his current like popular song right now is called Duendecillos en la cama. Oh yeah, I went to his website Pixies and I saw in the, the video for it. It's yeah, him and some intense. girl. Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty bad. I wasn't I wasn't really into that song. Sorry. Pixies. So he's clearly into singing about fantasy. But yeah, I hope some of you appreciate this really cheesy song. I'm sure some of our, some of our listeners are going to appreciate it so much. Mm -hmm. Shout out Victor Munoz. Shout out Venezuela. It's cool. <laughs> yeah, it's your people. <laughs> <laughs> we need a lot of, you know, escapist fantasy right now. Shit is hard. Word. That's real. All right. So uh, my next yeah. song is... Uh, called Efe and it's by Jesse Baez. Está duro, busco el 
that falsetto. Yeah, the falsetto with a auto tune. Oh my god, I love it so much. <laughs> That's so cool. I don't think I've ever heard auto tune falsetto before. It's, it's so excellent. Amazing. I'm really into this guy's like Guatemala R&B. Yeah, it's really different. Is there a lot of falsetto in R&B? Yeah. Yes. Yes, a lot. Yeah. It's definitely in keeping with the genre. Yeah. Um, well, so one thing that I think is really cool about uh, Jesse Baez is that, so he's kind of like, so his mom is Puerto Rican, his dad's Dominican, but he was raised in Guatemala. And I think a Guatemalan musician is one of the ways that he's out there in the world as. And I just feel really happy that we're starting to see music coming out of Guatemala that like might someday allow people to associate that country with music other than Ricardo Arjona because hey. I do not like Ricardo Arjona. Hater. I know you don't. I know you don't. But the song, you know, in terms of the theme, it's basically just about escape. They're like, el struggle mm -hmm. está duro. People out there be hating. But like Jesse's like smoking with his homies on Netflix, chilling. Sigan hablando que la envidia solo crece. Yeah. So this is kind of about escaping the haters. Yes, it is sort of about escaping the haters. Yeah. Uh, we had an idea about maybe doing an episode about haters, but we yeah. sort of tabled that. And I was thinking about the song yeah. for that one, but it works well for yeah. a, an escape theme as well. I feel like this is like hashtag don't read the comments. <laughs> it's like, yes. You're going to be over there hating and I'm not even going to pay you any attention. So what do you have next for us, Perez? All right. So the next song is less of a like sharp contrast to what Beto has brought <laughs> and more, I think, in the realm of music that perhaps we would both listen to. Definitely. This song, yeah, this song is Puleale El Tanque and it's by Osmani Garcia featuring Chocolate MC. <laughs> Cuban reggaeton, often known as cubaton, although I don't know why Cuban reggaeton needs its own label. But hey. um, and I just fucking love the sound of this song. Like, it just, you know, I'm a weird person that I can, like, love that Princesa song and this song in the same breath. They're on, like, many of the same playlists on my uh, Spotify. So, you hey. You know what? We all contain so world. many multitudes. I know. I know. Maybe it's because I'm a Gemini. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but, yeah. I love this song, um, but I have to say, honestly, I have no idea what the song is about. Like, no idea. <laughs> like, it's, I think it uses a lot of, like, Cuban slang and, like, just sort of references that are 
outside of my world because I did not grow up in Cuba and my the Cuban Spanish that I know is from my parents' generation. But I'm pretty sure it's just like a vast uh, sex reference, basically. Yeah, yeah, um, that's what my guess yeah. is. Well, first of all, yeah. I have to comment on the exquisite use of Spanglish. Fuleale el tanque. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's yeah. amazing. That's incredible. <laughs> right, right. Which is part of why it's like hard to understand what's being said because you're like, wait, what lang- which language is that? And that's, I mean, that's a beautiful thing about Cuban Spanish, particularly on the island. I think there's been a lot of like really interesting transformations of English and um, as part of Spanish that's different from like Spanglish in the US, you know, that has its own like flavor. Oh my God, I love it. I know, it's a great, it's a great word. But yeah, I mean, I think that in like the vein of like gasolina, my guess is that it's probably about sex also. It's about sex. And it was interesting, I mean, I actually like read, researching a little bit about Osmani Garcia, who's like not an artist I'm particularly familiar with. there was like some very poetic stuff about him on Wikipedia, which can sometimes be a pretty decent resource for music, um, information about musicians, surprisingly, uh, mm-hmm. talking about like the de- double meaning is like a big piece of his lyric writing. And that, um, okay. he said that he believes the most authentic moments of life are sexual. Ooh, <laughs> like, okay, all right. All right, Osmani. All right. Yeah. So, um, so I, you know, I think I can pretty safely say this song is probably about sex, which, Let's be real. It's can a, great, be a really escape. great escape. Totally. It's a great escape. Totally. There's lots of people that have really complicated relationships to sex for like yeah, a lot of different reasons. But yeah. um, but I think for a lot of us it's also a, a really wonderful place to like let go. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah. So for everybody. Everybody has a different relationship to it. But of course. Um but I can always appreciate a good dirty reggaeton song. <laughs> I mean, I think that that should be the motto of this podcast. Uh, <laughs> it's like the better when I where we meet. Agree. We can dirty always reggaeton. agree on dirty reggaeton. <laughs> dirty reggaeton. <laughs> uh, it's true. It's true. It's true. And here's a fun fact that I learned over Christmas. My brother, who's an avid listener of this podcast, um, has gotten my dad into Cubaton. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> I know. I never in my life would have thought my dad would listen to anything reggaeton like at all. Like, I mean, he's like a big salsero and like into a lot of music, but like old school stuff and like a little yeah, bit like classier. boleros and that sort of right. stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is also like all about love and sex, but a little bit in a little bit less overt way. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> he was listening to... He was listening to Asa Que Seque El Malecon when I was over there for Christmas. And That's I was like, what? amazing. Amazing. <laughs> so I don't know, David, if you know Os- Osmani Garcia, but here's some more Cubaton for you to introduce to him. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love it. So. All right, Vera, what's your last song for this episode? All right. The last song that I have is by an amazing group called Ife and... This song is called Umbo. Drop it to the sound. Come down. Come down. Come down. 
So this song came out maybe like a month ago, a little bit more than a month, and it's been my escape song basically since. I have been so into it. What's, what do you like about it? So, I mean, it's so interesting. It like blends this sort of like electronic production with Yoruba musical influences. Um, it's the group, they're Puerto Rican. And uh, although it's interesting, the main guy in the group is uh, from Indiana originally, and he moved to Puerto Rico like maybe 17 years ago or something and became like a Yoruba priest and now does all of this amazing music that uh, that it's sort of like in the same vein as Ibeji, you know, that right, how they right, yeah. incorporate a lot of like Yoruba musical traditions into their music, but they've just landed in a completely different place with it, but still like very true to that, you know, like the main rhythm here is like a vata and that's very in line with Yoruba musical traditions and it just turns out beautiful. And the reason that I picked it is because um, at the end of this song, there's a dedication to Yemaya, and the ocean yeah. is like my ultimate, ultimate escape. So that's that's how I'm making the connection. You know, like at the end of the day, I'm just like mm -hmm. a tropics baby, and there's like yeah. nowhere, nowhere in the world that brings me the peace that the ocean does. Yeah. I'm such a busybody in life. I usually am a person who mm. can't stand still. Like when I'm I have a hard time sometimes getting to sleep because I find like the five minutes that I'm just trying to fall asleep with my eyes closed so boring. Damn. What are you What are you running from, Beto? <laughs> I have a what hard time, from? yeah. Well, but in the ocean, there's like nothing. I can just like literally think about nothing and do nothing and just lie there and it's fine. Mm. It's great. And so I feel like it's like one of the only places I can be that way. Um, Maybe you need to try out those like isolation tanks. Have you seen those where you like, just, like blacked oh out God. and just float in the water? What a nightmare! <laughs> I, was just, I was just talking to someone about who went to one of those the other day in DC. A nightmare? You're like, no. I feel like I would have a panic attack in there. Like, I know. Is I there Netflix scary in to me there? Too, but maybe it would be no. <laughs> maybe it would be good. Maybe it'd be good for you to like not be so afraid of yourself I don't know oh my god I just like find mm -hmm. it so boring to just be like falling asleep do 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 it's so bad <laughs> you're funny <laughs> but I can appreciate the ocean escape and you just got to escape to the Caribbean for like a week yeah I did I got to be in the Mi in Miami and I got to be in the Bahamas and uh, it was really nice. I got to go to the beach. I like got a little bit of like my color back. I like to say mm. that like global economic mm. violence has made me pale because I'm like in this tundra ass weather for mm. six months out of the year. But um, yeah. but yeah, so I, it was really nice to to be able to run off for a little bit. Although it just got really cold and now I feel like I need it again. Yeah, it doesn't last very long. I know. Maybe I'll try to go to the Korean spa in Queens. Another form of escape. <laughs> yeah, just steam up. <laughs> steam. This is a Puerto Rican heavy episode for you. It is a Puerto Rico heavy episode. You know, there's like so much good shit happening on La Isla right now. Mm. It's true. It's real. I love, I love the music that's coming out of there. There's like some really incredible protest movements that are like resisting all the just like mm. fucked up colonizing Junta Fiscal sort of shit that's going on over there. So yeah, shout out Puerto Rico.
All right. Well, the last song that I have for you all is called Oiga Mira Vea, and it's by the Huayacan Orquesta. Si huele a caña, tabaco y brea, usted está en Cali, ay mire vea. Si las mujeres son lindas y hermosas, aquí no hay fea para que vea. Mi Cali se está bailando para su fiesta más popular. Con caña dulce el melado hierve en la baila hasta amanecer. Habrá corrida de toros y por la noche fiesta y rumba. En Cali mira, se sabe gozar. En Cali mira, se sabe gozar. So... I love this song. I mean, this is sort of like old school salsa. This is from 1990, but this is um, a group that's kind of Colombian big band salsa. It was founded by Alexis Lozano, who's from Grupo Nietzsche, which is another like really well-known Colombian group. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, I just feel like salsa is always a great escape. It just gets you, it gets me into like a particular mood and just like as soon as the sort of the instruments come in, it's like, boom, I'm there and I want to be dancing and I like feel happy. I just feel like salsa is a very happy, upbeat genre. I don't know. There's probably it some is, salsa out there. It but. is. It's so nice. And I love like the orchestra, you know, like the, like the big band yeah. salsa is so, mm -hmm. oh, it's so rich. It's so beautiful, know. you know, like, and if you I get know. to see it, you know, so like, like, you know, from the music video for this or even like I've been watching mm -hmm. Celia. Have you seen mm -hmm. uh, the Celia I novella? I haven't been watching it, but I've heard a lot about it. Yeah. yeah, so I've been watching it, and it's really cool to just, like, watch the musicians. You know, like, there's, like, the trumpets, and then there's bongos, and then there's also congas, yeah. and then there's, like, you know, like, all of this different stuff, and it just, like, all comes together in such a beautiful way. Uh, yeah. I really, really appreciate it. Yeah. No, it's beautiful. And I wonder if, like, are there modern, like, big band salsa groups? Like, is that still happening you know are there groups because there's like all these older groups that you know sometimes are still around in bits and pieces yeah like, yeah are they being recreated is that tradition being continued like i wonder i hope so because i think it's beautiful but i don't know if the way that we listen to and make music these days doesn't isn't as conducive to it or it's it's just easier to bring in some of those sounds electronically and so people do that rather than having a ton of musicians you know yeah although or i mean sometimes they do have musicians but like they, um, you know, they just don't play such a big role. You know, they're not just like y la orquesta. You know, it's just like yeah. they're just in the background, which is unfortunate just because they're, you know, play such a big role. But actually, they, I do know about a band now, which is you're going to make fun of me uh, for knowing this. But the Williamsburg <laughs> Salsa Orchestra is like oh. an actual salsa orchestra that does like... You know, they're in Williamsburg and they do a lot of like indie rock hits in like salsa format. <laughs> and they're like wow, a full orchestra. Cool. It's really cool. Okay. They're cool. They're okay. rad. I could be into it. That's awesome. Yeah. I'll have to look into it and like try to find some of the newer people who are still preserving this particular tradition because I think this music is timeless and like I can listen to it all day. You know, like I'm never going to get bored of this kind of salsa. And yeah, song, I mean, it's you know, great. Has, it's great. Yeah. And this song is all about home and, like, what it feels like to be in Cali during the fiestas, which, obviously, that's another great escape. It's just mm -hmm. holidays and parties and, like, the seasonal fiestas that 
that sort of shape people's lives. And uh, yes, um, very few people party people. like Latinos do. Yeah, <laughs> it feels like that, right? Yeah, I feel like when it's, like, a national holiday, like, people, like, turn up, like, as a fucking Mm -hmm. nation, you know, like, Carnavales Mm -hmm. is like that, like, Mm -hmm. Christmas is like that. Yeah. And it's just, like, a national turn up. Yeah. Like, being in the diaspora, it's like, I've only ever experienced that through things like Noche Buena, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't have an experience that in a more... And, like, I, I didn't live in a place where there was, like, a Puerto Rican Day Parade or something, you know, something Right, like right. I was never, I mean, it was in Miami for the holidays, but, yeah, it was all, like, religious holidays. It wasn't. Yeah, like, yeah. It wasn't, like, national things like that, so. Mm-hmm. But I totally feel you. It's great. Um, and I miss thing, it. The last thing, yeah. And the last thing I'll say about this crew is just, I think, one of the things that's cool about this particular Big Band Salsa is that they're majority Afro-Colombian, like, the, the main guys and a lot of the members um, are, are rooted in that from that community and I think word that's, that's yeah too. yeah so oh and I guess the only other thing this makes me think of in terms of escape is I you know TV definitely like an escape sometimes and I the show I've been watching recently is um, about a symphony orchestra ooh <laughs> and I think I don't know if we talked about this Veto but um, I'm really into Mozart in the jungle and oh, it's you a did show tell me Amazon. about it yeah the show on Amazon, it stars Gael Garcia Bernal, and he's the um, conductor of the New York Symphony Orchestra. So not the music is classical, but um, it does. Ha- it's a huge, um, obviously a huge band, um, and I like it for a lot of reasons. I mean, I think a he's really hot. I think he's a great actor. Mm-hmm. I think it's interesting. Like I like shows where I like learn about a world I don't know nothing anything about. And again, it's all all the drama is interpersonal. It's not like the world is ending, you know. Um, right, or right. there's not like a lot of <laughs> crime or something. You know, there's like drugs and sex and whatever. Um, but one of my favorite things about the show is that he refuses to pronounce or just chooses not to pronounce any of the white people's names correctly. <laughs> <laughs> Which I just feel like is such a beautiful sort of like turning on its head of what happens to people whose names are not in English or whose names are, are seen as foreign or seen as other. Seen oh my as God, I love that. Give me some examples. Okay, so his his assistant on the show is named Haley, and he calls her Highly the whole time, <laughs> the whole show. She's Highly, and it's like my favorite fucking thing. Oh and he does that thing God. which I feel like white people do, which is they just like ignore. They just flat out ignore anything you say about how you pronounce your name <laughs> and just continue to pronounce it the way that they think it should be pronounced. Like it's no thing, you know? And oh like, my god! I just feel like you have to see it turned on its head just to realize how ridiculous it is. Yeah, um, I mean, it's like that Key and Peele sketch. Yeah, the Key and <laughs> yeah. Peele sketch is amazing, and like, <laughs> and that I feel like really that one really emphasizes the like what happens to like black folks in the U.S. whose names are seen as like non-normative. So it's not necessarily even about language there. It's right, more about, right. Um, just like. I mean, I guess it is language in some ways, but really it's like a cultural difference of like what names are considered normative. Yeah. yeah. That sketch is amazing. Maybe we'll link to it. But um, like another example is like there's a guy named Mike and he calls him Michelle. <laughs> like, I, just, I love it. Anyway, I like I talk about this part of that show so much because as somebody, you know, with a name like Perez that gets mispronounced all the time and just yeah, like and my yeah. middle name Soila, like don't even try with people and people just like. I don't know. They'll it's just like phonetic. ask me it 17 times and then they'll just do whatever they want. So it's phonetic feel, though. It's like I know. said how it's written. Sometimes people I mean, are so extra. 
people just like fall over themselves around different things. But I just, sometimes I wanted to start doing what he does and like just mispronouncing (laughs) all sorts of names. (laughs) As one of those like, you know, one of those sort of like acts of resistance, but I have yet to, I've yet to implement it. But anyway, I think it's a pretty good show and y'all should, uh, you should check it out if you have access to somebody's Amazon Prime login. (laughs) Maybe I'll watch it after Celia. That'll be like 12 years from now because there's 80 <laughs> I know. That show moves so slowly. It's kind of amazing a in a lot of ways, but it moves mad slowly. It could be like a third as long. Legit. Yeah. I, I want to watch it someday, but I'm not. Today is not today. <laughs> real. Like That's that, real. Things that hit too close to home. Like they engage my brain in a way that I'm like, I don't want to think about Cuba politics and real. how she's being presented and Fidel Castro or whatever. I just, I don't. So, but eventually I'll get there. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, y'all should escape when that feels good. Stay connected yeah. if you can. Yeah. But, you know, dip in and out as you need to to take care of yourself. Yeah, right. This is going to be a long struggle. It's been a long struggle. It's going to be a long struggle. And um, burning yourself out is not serving anybody, I don't think so. Yeah, we all got to find solace where we can, and music is a great, great place. Yeah. Keep your eye on the long game. That's what we got to do. Mm, yeah. Real. Well, thanks for listening to our first episode of 2017. What yes. Was? And I'm, I'm, there's a lot of things about 2017 that I'm like, oh, man, but I'm really excited about Rodney Manea. So we have some good themes coming up for you and we also have some we're kind of finalizing our tour plans we've got some exciting things in the works but if you still want to jump on that train you want to get us to come to your campus or community as part of our tour in like march or april hit us up at vitamina at gmail.com we're kind of figuring out the final details in this coming month or so so we'd love to come chill with you and talk about music yes we want to meet you all yes and we want to give a special shout out to our podcast amigos at Latinos Who Lunch. They did an episode where they used the Radio Menea format to talk about their favorite songs of 2016. And they called it Radio Lonchea. And it's just <laughs> our fave. Love it. Thank you so much. What it was an honor. Very sweet. What an yeah, honor. It was very sweet. And we appreciate you both. And um, we're hoping that maybe our tour will take us somewhere near you. So we could hang out and maybe do an episode in person. So yeah, more to come on that. So yeah, you can find information about the songs in this episode at radimenea.com. And you can find us on all the social media lugares. So happy new year, y'all. And uh, thanks for listening. Feliz año. Bye. Ciao. Se lo va quitando poco a poco